0: What is up, everyone, and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Prime Time. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way. Make sure that you check out adcsports.com Dallas. We'll have the schedule release in there, and we'll have some reaction articles as well. And as always, remember, That primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, though, let's talk about the schedule release. It is finally here. It happened. We know what the 2023 season looks like. And tonight We will break it down. We'll talk about some of the takeaways, et cetera. I just realized that I put the wrong graphic there uh, right after the intro. Uh, So, however, let's look at the schedule. Let's look at the schedule. You and me, let's have some fun. Uh, Just going to run very quickly through it, and then we'll talk about the takeaways. In week one, the Cowboys will open things up against the New York Giants in New York on Sunday night football. Should be fun. Then one week later, the Dallas Cowboys are going to go back home to face the other New York team and Aaron Rodgers. So it's going to be an early matchup against the Jets. Then week three, the Cowboys visit the Cardinals. Week four, it's the Patriots at home. Finally, week five, revenge time at San Francisco, uh, face up against the 49ers. Week six, Another different type of revenge game. Kellen Moore facing the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to do so at SoFi. Week 7, you get it by week. Kind of an early one, maybe, compared to recent years. Week 8, the Cowboys host the LA Rams. And Week 9, you get the first matchup of the year against the Philadelphia Eagles. It's going to happen in Philly first this year. Then week 10, it's going to be a game against the Giants at home. Week 11, visiting Carolina and the number one overall pick, Rice jonk Week 12, home game in Thanksgiving against the Washington Commanders. Week 13, Thursday night football against the uh, Seahawks. Week 14, you get the Eagles. And then uh, oh, the Eagles, by the way, is a Sunday night football game. So you get Thanksgiving. Thursday night, and then you get Sunday night, and then week 15, it's going to be a away game against the Buffalo Bills. Week 16 at the Dolphins, week 17 versus the Lions, and week 18 at the Commanders. Fun slate, fun 2023 schedule. Now it is time to break it down. In your opinion, what is the game to circle? What is the one game? that you are marking in the calendar, let me know in the chat and I'm looking forward to seeing what you've got. Hey, shout out to Professor O, who did tell us, he did tell us that the Cowboys were gonna open against the Giants. He did tell us about the Thanksgiving game against the Commanders. So shout out to him. We said that we were gonna organize a round of applause for him if he got those right. And he did. There you go, Professor O, take a bow, sir. Welcome into the show, by the way. What's the one game you're circling? Let me know in the chat. Uh, it's an exciting one. It's an exciting one, in my opinion. It's a tough one in certain stretches, too. Uh, let's see what you've got, though, for me. Katharina says, we got this for sure. Talking about the full schedule. Uh, let's see here. Week 7 says Toxic 10, uh, uh Toxic Tom, excuse me. We cannot lose that week talking about the bye week <laughs> weeks five for joey bella the revenge game against the 49ers for lance bell it is going to be week nine the first game against philly and the defending nfc champions so i think that is a fair one to to vote for armando lopez also goes with week nine too. professor o says the bills uh week five for sure says Dwayne. Week five for Inez. Mark Aaron goes with the 49ers as well. Uh, The overwhelming majority of the answers is going with the 49ers in week five. And I don't disagree with you at all. Not only because it is a wrench game. Forget about that. But man, that is the first measuring stick game type of affair for the Cowboys. Now, when I say measuring stick, I kind of say it with, you know, a grain of salt because I don't think I don't look at the Cowboys as a team that has to prove itself as one of like the top NFC contenders because they're the third favorite to win the NFC. Regardless of how we feel about that divisional round loss, et cetera, like the Cowboys are considered by the betting markets and, you know, statistics, et cetera, a top three contender within the NFC. It's a little bit tough because since the Eagles are in the same division, you're looking at division title or wild card uh, seeding, right? Like last year, the Cowboys might have had a better record than other teams, but they were delegated to number five because they were a wild card. But still, in terms of the betting markets, once more, top three team for the conference, it would be kind of unfair from us to say like, oh, this is definitely a measuring stick. However, it is a big game for the 49 for the Cowboys uh, against the 49ers. You kind of need to have that one because if you don't have that one, then it's going to be a dark place to be in having lost three consecutive games against San Francisco. So that is something that definitely for morale you you cannot have if you are the Cowboys. So it's definitely the one to mark in the calendar in my opinion. Having said all of that though, uh, let me point you towards the fact that the Cowboys have six primetime games. And that, that is not counting that is not counting uh, the Thanksgiving game against the Commanders. You get Sunday night against the Giants. You get Monday night against the Jets. And then you get a, a couple of back-to-back uh, primetime games there too in week five and week six. Uh, Week six against the Chargers is a Monday night game, actually. Then the Seattle Seahawks, Thursday night football. As usual, the Cowboys will have the Thanksgiving matchup. And then one week later, they're going to play against the Seahawks on Thursday. But it's going to be a primetime game. And then finally, week 17. Yes, it is listed as a Monday night football affair because it is going to be on ESPN's programming. However, it is currently scheduled to happen on Saturday night. So plan accordingly because it's December 30th. So make sure you are around to watch your Dallas Cowboys. Now, talking about some takeaways here, though, in all seriousness and, you know, beyond just the primetime games. Week five, it is not at home, Katharina. Katharina had that question in the chat. It is not at home for the Cowboys week five, and that is one of my biggest takeaways. Dallas has a couple of rough stretches on this one. From week three to week six, you get three road games in a four-game span. You go to Arizona, and that is kind of like a friendly game because Kyler Murray is likely not going to be ready for week three. At least he is not currently expected to be around for that game. Plus, it is kind of a bad roster right now. Keep in mind that both the Texans and the Cardinals are the teams with the lowest win total projections heading into the season. Week four, you get the Patriots. And listen, even if it's at home, maybe it's not super fun to play the Patriots, even though it's a, a different era now. Then week five, you go to San Francisco, tough opponent, playoff contender and Super Bowl contender. And then week six, you also go on the road to LA, to the Chargers. That is a tough stretch right there, in my opinion. That's kind of like one of those four-week spans that you just hope the Cowboys can escape with, with playoff mm-hmm. hopes untouched or at least still in the discussion to win the division, etc. It's not the only stretch, though, to be concerned about because there is also the end of the season. After playing the Eagles in week 14, which is not going to be an easy task, even if it's at home, then the Cowboys are going to go on the road and they're going to play the Buffalo Bills. They're going to stay on the road and they're going to go to Miami to play the Dolphins and to Otungo Bailoa not a an an easy game maybe not as tough as the bills who are one of the favorites in the in the afc but not a not an easy back-to-back road trip then week 17 you get the lions at home prime time game lions are expected to win the nfc north they're gonna be tough and then week 18 you close things out against the commanders at washington now out of those four, that might be the quote-unquote easiest one. But we kind of know, even though the Cowboys were not fighting for anything back then, that anything can happen in those sort of games. Even if Sam Howell is making his debut as a starter. We learned that the hard way last year. I think those are the two toughest games in terms of stretches, excuse me, in terms of road trips. Three road trips in a four-game span, both between week three and week six and week 15 and week 18. Now that is nothing compared to some other of the some of the other schedules that have been floating around after today's schedule release and and we'll talk about that in a, in a few moments though. Let me try to find the giant schedule cuz it's kind of a crazy thing going on there for them. Uh th- those would be like my top two takeaways of prime time games and obviously the tough stretches that we have to talk about But let's see what you guys have to say, though. In the chat, John Jones says, I thought that we were going to play the Jets on Thanksgiving. I was wrong. It's going to be Washington. What I like about having the Jets in week two, and let me know in the chat right now if you like or dislike having the Jets in week two. (laughs) Let me know in the chat about that. Because it's Aaron Rodgers. And you guys know that that one kind of matters to Cowboys fans. And actually, I will tell you what I like about it while you give me your answers, but after I talk to you about our friends over at freemanmazda.net, because without them, the show wouldn't be possible. As simple as that, it is a family owned business, has been so for over 65 years, and you get A plus customer service while looking through a wide range of new and used vehicles over at their dealership in Irving, Texas, or at their website at premiummazda.net in it you can check out pictures of every car you can check out the features of every vehicle as well and in this case the ride of the week is the brand new 2024 mazda cx90 3.3 turbo premium plus this is a hybrid plug-in electric vehicle it starts at $54,920, it's got premium audio, it's got third row sitting, a sunroof, rear air conditioning, and a fuel economy of 24 miles per gallon in the city and 28 miles per gallon on the highway. So make sure you check it out over at freemanmazda.net. Do you like or dislike having the Jets in week two? Let's see what you've got for me in the chat i uh, love it, says Lance Bell. Katharina says, like toxic Tom. Man, that's a boring answer, though. Toxic, come on. He says, indifferent. Holly <laughs> says, I like week two. We're healthy to whoop that ass. <laughs> the betical says, six and oh, before the bye week. Let's go. Bruce says, I like it. Get it out of the way early. I kind of like that. Listen, when I look at the Jets, it's like kind of tough to figure them out. Because we've seen all sorts of success stories for quarterbacks, even established QBs like Rodgers in a new team. We have seen success stories, like just think about, and I know that's the GOAT, but like Tom Brady taking over the Tampa Bay Bucks and leading them to a Super Bowl. But we've also seen, quite frequently, Russell Wilson type stories with the Denver Broncos last year. So I really don't know what to make out of the Jets. I I wouldn't dismiss the possibility of us being in maybe week 15, something like that, and the Bills having walked away with the division, having it in their back pocket or something like that. I wouldn't rule that out at all. So I kind of like the hype of facing Aaron Rodgers' Jets in week two before we figure out who they really are. Now, the Jets are going to be on prime time in week one so they're they're gonna be you know fresh off of facing the bills so the hype might be raised if they beat Buffalo in week one should it be fun should it be fun uh, I like it I love the fact that the Cowboys get the Jets early and I'm gonna say this right off the bat I've got the Cowboys winning that one I've got the Cowboys beating the Jets Katharina says the Jets also have OBJ. Oh, damn. That is true. That's kind of like a, hey, at this point, without playing a single down for the Cowboys, it feels like a revenge game <laughs> just because, no, actually, didn't OBJ sign with the Ravens? Yeah, he's signed with the Ravens. Hey, Katharina. Katharina making me trip here a little bit. Katharina got me for a, for a moment there. Yeah, OBJ signed with the Ravens. Sorry about that. Kind of went with it with the comment, but hey, that, that is true. OBJ is a raven. There was a lot of rumors, though, about the Jets landing OBJ. Would have been fun. Lance Belt says the Jets are overrated. At this point, I don't really think that they're overrated. Uh, but to me, it's always one of the concerns with defensive success. The Cowboys have been the exception to one of the golden rules of the NFL, but it's very difficult to maintain defensive success in the league year over year. And a big part of why New York was successful in 2022 was because they had a lights out defense. And that started with two of the best, uh, with one of the best cornerback duos in the league, led by Sauce Gardner, who got a lot of buzz. winning the defensive rookie of the year pretty much like a very clear winner but I will add this he's not only he was not only a defensive rookie of the year he was an all-pro cornerback and right now I think that if you're ranking the top corners in the league even though he's one year into his career Gardner has to be in that conversation so it's not going to be a fun team to face I think that they are for real I don't think they are in a situation in which it's easy to win the division because the the Bills and the Miami Dolphins are not going to make it easy. I don't think that the Patriots are going to go quietly, either even though I don't see them as a playoff team heading into 2023. Uh, So I wouldn't call them overrated. I will just say, though, that it's not like just because they got Aaron Rodgers, the Jets are going to become the next Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And replicate what what Tom Brady did for them in 2020. I don't think that's going to happen. So I think they're going to be in the conversation. But anyways, the Cowboys are going to get them in week two. So the hype will be high. And that's what I like uh, the most out of that. What is, in your opinion, the toughest AFC rival... On the Cowboys schedule. And I think it's a pretty easy one. You get the AFC East. We already talked about the Jets. You also get the Chargers at the 17th game. Plus Bills, Dolphins, and the Patriots. Uh, our Patriots are actually at week four. I think it's the Bills at week 15. Especially because it's at Buffalo. It's kind of late in the year as well. Weather is going to be a factor for that one, for sure. And if it's not snow or anything like that, I would say that it's the Bills, the toughest non-conference game. And from what I'm seeing in the chat, you guys agree. Lance Bell goes with the Bills. Uh, as Jello says, the Jets throw the Dolphins. Toxic Tom, though, says Chargers. Petty Moore will be sure to have something special for Dallas. That's one of the most exciting ones. Like, that's one of the chaotic ones. You guys know that I was pounding the table for it to be the kickoff game. Pretty clear why it's not, but I would have loved to see that just for the chaos of it. I think it's going to be a fun storyline. I'm very very intrigued about what Kellen Moore's offense in L.A. is going to look like. Eric Thompson goes with Detroit. Don't sleep on the Lions, Eric. Oh, not at all. No, sir. Cannot sleep on the Lions. They're the favorites to win the division. So the Cowboys do not have it easy when it comes to that one in particular. I agree with what uh, Eric is saying right there in the chat. Now, I will say this, though. I will say this. The Cowboys are among the teams that will be on the road the most in terms. I'm talking specifically in terms of miles so there there's been some controversy about what that means how much it actually hurts your team to be on the road that much and i think that what warren sharp for example has said for multiple years now is that the problem is when you get those travel miles put together and i think it's going to be quite tough doing those road stretches that we already talked about uh so something to be in the lookout for for sure uh one of the big things that I don't like is by week week seven pretty early compared to other years in which you had it in week 10 week 9 something like that so that's a little bit stressful knowing that you're not going to get that rest later in the year you're going to have it early in week seven that's not necessarily great but also it's not like week 5, week 6, etc. Uh let's see here Toxic Thompson's Mo, have you in your life seen the Lions win the division or a playoff game? I would argue irrelevant kind of cuz they did win 9 games last year and they were one game away from making the postseason. Not to mention I haven't I hadn't seen the Bengals made this, uh, make the Super Bowl in a long time before they did it. I had not seen Matthew Stafford do what he did with the Rams the same year. So I would argue that that's kind of irrelevant because this is the way of the NFL. Like things change quickly for some of the teams. I think the Lions are a threat. I think they really are, especially in their in their division. Like they're going to go against the Jordan Love Packers. And I don't think that we really know what to make out of that team, especially because it's not a great roster. Like, uh, Jordan Love is not their only question mark. Justin Fields, in my opinion, is pretty damn fun. He's one of the most fun QVs in the league. But the team is clearly not it. Uh, and even though I would pick them, and we'll have this conversation next week, I believe, as one of the – I might pick them as one of the seven teams to make the 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 playoffs because, you know, over the last two years with a new playoff system – seven teams have made the playoffs that were not in it the year before. So that's kind of interesting. Wanted to throw that in uh, as, as a bit of trivia. The Bears might make it in the NFC, honestly, at, at this rate, because it's, it's not a conference loaded with teams like the AFC is. But um, I would make the Lions the favorite over all of those teams. Honestly, I would. Farb is gone, as is Eric Thompson. <laughs> oh yeah, he's being gone. How's Nelson says, I just hope that McCarthy makes me respect him finally. I personally respect Mike McCarthy, not going to lie. I think that he has done uh, much, much good for the Cowboys since he's been here. Obviously, has some issues. Obviously, we question how much he brings to the table on game day since he was not calling the plays previously, etc., But it's going to be a big year for him. It's going to be a hot seat year for him since he's going to be calling the plays now and running the offense. Feels like an all-in approach from the Cowboys on their coaching staff. We'll find out what the results are for that. Uh, EG says seven primetime games. It's six primetime games because that's actually the maximum for any NFL team. But if you count, if you count... Thursday night football, then it is seven games. But uh, these are the six primetime games that the Cowboys have in store for them. The ones that you see circled on screen right now. Week 12 Thanksgiving matchup could be considered one. But the NFL doesn't officially consider them as such. I will say this, though. Remember, they, they could have a seventh game flexed into primetime. Late in the season, I think that the likeliest ones for that would be what, uh, Buffalo Bills, Dolphins. I cannot remember if Week 14 enters the flexible rules. Maybe Philadelphia Eagles, but would be kind of tough to get them on Thursday night and then on Sunday night again. Let me see if I can find it real quick to see what the rules says about uh flexing these. Is these games. Now, then you can get a, a seventh game flexed. Oh yeah. So here you go. I found the rule, guys. Flex scheduling can be used, and I know there's some details to this, so can be used twice between weeks five to ten at any time between weeks eleven to seventeen. So yeah, you you could actually get the Eagles game flexed, the Bills game flexed, the Dolphins game flexed. Week eighteen would have to have playoff implications. And I don't know, do we think the commanders are going to have playoff implications in week 18? I personally do not. So it would be kind of a long shot. But theoretically, if they did get the week 18 game flexed, you could have a maximum of eight prime time games, right? Let's see here. (laughs) the jets game oh the jets game did i mess that one up in the graphic yeah i'm sorry the jets game is not prime time so okay let me correct myself here really quickly let's go through the schedule really quickly and let's fix which are the prime time games it's week one against the giants at the giants at sunday night football then you get week five at san francisco sunday night Football. Chargers on Monday Night Football in Week Six, and then you get the the next one would be Thursday thank uh, Thursday Night Football in Week Thirteen. Week Fourteen is already the Sunday Night Football. That's where I messed up the graphic. I'm sorry about that. Week Fourteen is the one that is Sunday Night Football, and then you get uh and then you get the Lions on Saturday Night as part of the Monday Night Football programming in Week Seventeen. Hey, shout out to, who was it? Shout out to uh, Nick, who I think is the one that brought it up. Oh, no, James Ferguson first and then Nick. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the correction right there. The graphic was messed up. Yeah, it's having a prime time opening week. Yeah, that was a confusion for sure. My bad there. And then I went with the graphic at the beginning of the show, so that sucks. I'm going to have to add a comment after this. (laughs) So yeah, Jenkins is right too. I thought that Eagles and Cowboys game was primetime, not Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks is also primetime because it's Thursday night football though. So those are the six primetime games actually. Yep. Super intrigued how we will do this year with McCarthy running the plays as JT. Yes, I, I am too. I am too, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, that will be it for me tonight, I believe on tonight's show. There you go. One more look at the schedule. Toughest stretches week three to week six because you've got three road games in a four-game span. The same goes for week 15 through week 18. Tough, tough sledding for the Cowboys. Not an easy schedule necessarily. Win total is set at nine and a half wins. I am going over. The Cowboys are off back-to-back 12-win seasons, and I think that they have the potential to improve with the additions of Brandon Cooks, with the additions of Stephon Gilmore, Moss Smith in the defensive line that will help out the pass rushing ways that free up other defenders like Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, etc. I would go with the over. Maybe a conservative over. I'm not saying that the Cowboys will win 12 games once again, but I can see this being an 11-win season for Dallas. We'll see how it all goes. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday night too, by the way. So I invite you to enjoy your weekend. I appreciate you being here with me tonight. And I will see you again on Sunday night for us to talk about everything relating to the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe more takeaways about the schedule. We'll see. And at some point next week, we'll talk about potential new playoff teams around the NFL. Obviously, it impacts the Cowboys. So we'll talk about it all next week, too. Thank you to Mark, Andrew. Thank you to Ines. Thank you to Lance Bell. Uh, thank you to Lance. We've got Mark, Aaron as well. Katharina. Prime time brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Make sure you check out the Ride of the Week. I will see you Sunday night. 8. de la noche. Muchísimas gracias. tengan un buen fin de semana. Bye-bye.